producer. Shout out to the church, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Ryan, you like docs. You're a doc guy. Love it, dude. I was a documentary film major. Oh, wow. Dude, for three semesters. Hmm. Yeah. Wh- really? Yeah. And then after that, I was like, no, no. We just keep learning yeah. more about Ryan. I think you were telling me about how, like, when you're doing a documentary, it's like you're trying to figure out what you're doing it about. And, like, as you do it, you start to hone in. Exactly. And, like, be, I don't know, you become whatever it is. Or, like, it starts to become whatever it is. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's, like, all made on the cutting room floor. Uh, because, like, you can go in. A lot of good documentaries, they go in with one idea and they come away with another. Hmm. And it's just because it's hard to like push your own narrative onto something. Mm-hmm. It's not going to ring true. You have to like get in there, see what the narrative actually is. And the only way you can find that out is being embedded in it. You've kind of got to be like just open to the experience. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Because if some dude like you go in and you think that you're going to interview this guy and he's going to tell you about what's wrong with this, but then he starts telling you about like why it's actually great. You can't be like, no, yep, that's wrong. <laughs> I mean, you could edit it, I guess. Real, like, so... Who's that guy that made, like, Fahrenheit 9-11? Michael? Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Mm. Hmm. Do you feel like he's an unbiased filmmaker? God, no. <laughs> Dude, he's, like... but Very biased, yeah. Definitely, but that's the beauty of it. Like, the documentary, it's, like, didactic in nature. Like, the whole point of it is to tell a story. Not only a story, but a certain viewpoint. And so, like, anyone that goes into a documentary and says, like, yeah, like, I'm, like, learning, like, standard history from this. Hmm. It can't be the case because, like, as an art form, it is didactic in nature. It's all about telling someone's viewpoint. Whereas if you're reading, like, a dry textbook, they don't have any of that in there. Hmm. That's what makes a documentary entertaining. It makes history pretty boring otherwise. But, I mean, at the same time, those history books have an angle, right? Like, American history books aren't going to be, like, America's bad. That's true. I mean... Maybe, in, maybe maybe now more so, I guess. We have more, like, I don't know, humility. Or, like, we're good at calling ourselves out now. But st- still, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it always has that angle. There's always an angle to history. It's true. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of levels, you know? Right. And the documentary is just cranked up to a nine, whereas in history book, it's, like, down at a five. It's still there, but it's just not as front and center. Yeah, that's real. Can you imagine, like, in, like, like 2147, like, people are, like, rediscovering, like, YouTube on a Wayback Machine, and then they Dude. find Much Dank? Yeah. And they're, like... Wait, what is Much Dank? Um, Much Dank is, like, uh, they, like, do... They, like, take, like, interviews and, like, documentaries and shit and, like, chop them up in weird ways. Like, there was one oh. where, like, uh, Kanye oh. was, like, on the Ellen Show... Uh-huh. Um, and they just like made him sound even crazier, but like, yeah. it's like very intentional, like very intentional edit editing. Like it's clearly a meme, but like, you know, what, what if, what if they just see that and they're just like, that this was is what people, that's doing. what happened. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we, we got to figure out like, how are people able to make their eyes bug out like that? Like, mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I feel like it's just so hard to even think about that because there's the technology is going to be so advanced that like making YouTube videos is like, wow, that, that's like making a cassette or something or like it's mm. like even older or like it's like a vinyl. True. Or is I, it's not a good example because like 
there's compression with YouTube and whatever, yeah. but I'm kind of yeah. concerned that we won't be able to like remember access. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that's I've, I've talked about this before. Yeah. Like access, yeah. like forms of digital media, like, you know, vinyl 100%. and like cassettes and all that shit. Like we can always like reverse engineer, like, like hardware, but software, like if you don't have the, if you don't have the shit shit, you can't. You <laughs> what can't. happens to my YouTube channel if an EMP goes off? <laughs> it's gone. Is that shit backed up? It's gone. The electrons, like, they're not. <laughs> they got all frazzled. Yeah, they're not even electrons anymore. They're strangelets. What the? What, do you know? What is a strangelet? Is that just a fun word? Because I like it. I mean, strangelets are, uh, like, they're particles where if, if you get touched by a strangelet, the particle that gets touched by a strangelet also becomes a strangelet. Oh, so it like just fucks up other particles. Yeah, it's like this universe is just filled with corrupt data now. Damn. All right, well, we can um, kind of officially start. <laughs> We're here. Tango's in the house. This is Tango. Hi. It's not me. If you were wondering, <laughs> I am Tango. Yeah. Uh, does Tango like Tango? I have two left feet. Really? Yeah. I, I can't dance. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I. It's funny because, like, I can when I'm by myself, but then when I'm around people, mm. the ability disappears. Oh. Yeah. What kind of dancing do you do by yourself? You know, little, little, little ditty bops, you little know, like back like, and forth. Usually like when I'm like, you know, like sitting in the producer chair and I'm like, I like this drum beat. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, and then it, like, if I'm like really feeling it, then I'll like get up and like mm. do like a little dancey dance, get a little, you know? Yeah. A little shimmy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Out okay. in public. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Uh, nah. Okay, fair enough. I get that. I understand. I really got to enjoy the music if I'm going to yeah. go dance. Like if, if my girlfriend, let's say, I don't know, we're at like a wedding or something. It's like, let's dance. I'm like, why though? Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's this public display mm. and I'm not good with those things. It's hard to, it's hard to turn off the feeling that there's just eyes burning into you. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> us. I don't know, man. It's like, I, like who cares? Cymbalta can help. What's up? <laughs> There's some Zoloft. You know? What was Cymbalta for? Cymbalta is a depression medication. I oh, believe. is it? I, okay. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it can help. Yeah. The, the, actually, Talk to your doctor. The, the slogan is Cymbalta can help. Dude, that's the most stereotypical <laughs> drug slogan I've ever heard. It can help. Yeah. Can. Cymbalta can help. I mean, they're not the lying. Big, they don't want to make a. Yeah. They don't want to make a FDA claim right there. That is the most like, just doesn't even mean anything. Yeah. It also like, can possibly cause you know like yeah. nausea, <laughs> vomiting. <laughs> yeah. You know, someone is like, I'm vomiting my life away, but at least I feel nothing. <laughs> right. I I feel like now that we just talked about the whole dancing in public thing, I have to challenge myself to do that hmm. at like a wedding. You should. Because you only learn when you're outside of that comfort zone. Yeah. And like, I don't want to do that, 
but maybe I'll be less of a curmudgeon and just like, all right, fine, I'll do it. It, it helps when like you're just around people that you love. That's like, true. Um, yeah. I mean, there is a, I've like, have you ever been to the green mill? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, it's like, I went there one time with my girlfriend and like some other friends and like, we kind of like went up to like the swing dancing area and like we mm. gave it a shot. Like it was really cool. We weren't like, you know, going crazy or anything. Um, but like, it was fun, like, you know, to like let that ego go for like 20 seconds and just like be with each other. And then like, you know, we like bump into like some people swing dancing beside us. Just and like, oh, we're just sorry. like, fuck, we're self-aware. Oh. Let's get out of here. Let's blow this popsicle stand. Why tango? Okay. You like tango music? Cause it is, it's cool. You know, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I do like some tango music. Um, I actually named myself that, uh, this is like the like fifth or sixth name that I've had as a producer. Ooh. Um, could we get like some other before sure. names? I started off as Shawnee Bravo. Shawnee Bravo. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Uh, yeah. In high school. Um, I don't even know where the fuck it came from. Like I was just like, one day, like, it was, like, right when, like, Instagram dropped. And, mm. like, I, like, took a picture of myself, filter on. Did you have the hair? No, it was, like, my hair was like this. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was, like, 2011. And um, I was just, like, I guess I'm Shawnee Bravo. I was, ma- I was not making, I was, like, using, like, FL Mobile on my iPod, for- iPod Touch 4th Gen. Damn. Uh, and like that is the most like random ass rig I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like on those old Apple headphones. Like uh, I was like trying to make covers of like uh, Secret Garden by Quincy Jones, mm. and like uh, I-, I was really into this artist named Kimbra. She was the, the she was featured on uh, was Gautier, mm. uh, somebody that I used to know. Like I, I like tried to make this cover of a Cameo Lover. Um, I had this on my first SoundCloud. Damn, I should have sent you that song today. Dude. Like, it's called, it's this beat called Latin jazz shit. No, it's um, cool. Like, I, so I was thinking about this the other day. We should do like a producer round table. Everyone brings an, brings an ancient beat and we have to <laughs> like decide whose it was. We mm. have to vote about it. Okay. But well, anyway, yeah. I won't, I won't say any more about Latin jazz. No, no, no. I won't <laughs> give it away. Cause that's. Nah, I'll bring another one. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring, bring another one. There's got to be some oldies. There's, yeah, on that, on the Shawnee Bravo SoundCloud, it, it still exists. Mm. Like, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff on there. Like, um, but yeah, that was the first name. And then I was going by like Wi-Fi boys for like, <laughs> probably like, like three months. Mm. Um, that name did not stick because... I'm only one boy. Right. And also it was kind of corny. Um, and I was just like, that sucks. So then I rebranded to, uh, Timothy Mesa. Mm-hmm. Um, Timothy, because Timothy is my middle name. Okay. Um, and then Mesa, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like black Mesa, like the half-life game. No, I don't know. That's just what have you, have you ever played I, that? I, yeah. I fuck with half-life. half-life um, it's cool. Yeah. But the, the I, I don't know like I think I was trying to be like like avant-garde and like like call myself like a like a table like a plateau or so, something mm, like that like I a mesa yeah yeah okay I don't even remember honestly I was yeah just a lot going on in my brain at the time <laughs> um 
and then I shortened Timothy Mesa to TMSA, um, which also stood for that youthful soul music. Um, that mm. SoundCloud is also still up too. I, mm. I released like a couple beat tapes on there. Um, was doing like I was even like singing a little bit on those projects, uh, or like one or two of them. I have like this cover of Saturday Love. It's really inspired by Toro y Moi. Mm. Um, Toro's cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Then after TMSA, it it became Tism T Y S M. Mm. Um, and I was trying to do like. TMSA is the producer, TISM is the artist kind of thing. Mm. Uh, that didn't pan out because I didn't want to sing publicly. So like TISM was just a producer again, which was also thank you so much. Cause I, you know, apparently uh, I really love acronyms and you know, yeah. just like trying to weave hidden meaning into shit. And then I was just like, mm, I need to change my name. Cause there was like this producer on Spotify and I thought like there could only be one of something. And I saw that he had like 300 monthly listeners and I was like, damn, he's beating me. Oh shit. Yeah. So I was like, I can't be Tism anymore. I got to be different. So Tism didn't work. I was working at a call center. Now we're like in like 2017 now. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a call center living with my grandparents, not having a good time, mm. you know, people calling in, I got to like read shit to them. You know, yeah, yeah, dude. Got the little no. phonetic alphabet going on. I'm still in the T's, and I see like tango. We went down the the tango origin story. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I I always start out with the same question, or you know, start out. It it happens early on in the podcast, and that is, what was your first concert? Ooh, my first concert. Um. Usher, Ludacris, uh, who else was on that line? I mean, that's already great. Uh, Jewel Santana uh, and uh, Chris Brown. <laughs> what? Chris Brown and Usher? Yeah. Yeah. What? It was like uh, like 2000, like 2006 or seven. Damn. And I went with my, uh, with my uncle and my godbrother. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Drew. Love Shout you, out Drew. Yeah, he uh, he called me yesterday and was like, you know, when you're famous, I'm gonna be security for you. He says that all the time. Is he, he a big dude? He's, he's like taller a, than me. Yeah, he's two years younger than me and taller yeah. taller than me. Also, we grew nice. up together. He's yeah. like big as fuck. It would just be funny if he was like smaller than he's like, dude, I got you on yeah. security. On you're some like, Muggsy Bogues shit though. <laughs> Is that like some like English? Uh, whatever like gangster shit nah he uh mugsy bogues is a uh he's a short ass uh nba player like he oh. was he was playing for the charlotte hornets in like 94 but he could shoot oh he could shoot he could shoot oh, see he that's could, what happens he could get them shits off yeah yeah okay okay you know how did that affect the trajectory of your being because I don't. Th those are know. superstars. Like, Actually, I don't know if that was my first concert. Um, that was like my first like one that you remember. Like it was like my first like oh we're at an amphitheater kind of concert. Like I, I think oh, okay. my my first concert or my the first like yeah I was, I guess I guess that was my first concert. Uh, otherwise, like I'd say like probably like a like um. 
like an orchestra or something like a school event or something no nah, like a like raleigh the raleigh symphony i'm from north carolina from okay. raleigh, north carolina um, okay okay so I, I probably went to definitely went to one of those events early on um saw the nutcracker i don't know if that Tight. counts as a concert no that, that's legit yeah i think that i mean well it's a show yeah there's i guess it's like just levels to performing arts i guess isn't it like a ballet? It is. It is. Yeah. Dude, the ballet is crazy. They go off. No, like legit. The ballet, like they're so strong. Yeah. I'm like, what? All that shit in your feet. Dude, their feet are so strong. Yeah. <laughs> and the guys are like just lifting. Like there's no gravity on that stage. They're yeah. Just like, uh, you're just like, yeah, people what? are my my yaya. That's what we call my grandma. Mm. Um, she took me to the ballet, and I was like, "This is gonna be lame, dude. This is gonna be lame." <laughs> I walked out of there. I was like, "This is sick." Yeah, <laughs> I love the ballet. Art is incredible. I agree. Also, that brings me to another question. Ooh. On one of your profiles, you're like, I forget what all of the titles are. It's like DJ, producer. And then it says artist, artist question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you could unpack that. If it's just like, what is an artist? Do you consider yourself an artist? I, sure. I would consider you an artist. You make music. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess it's more so like just what other people call an artist. Like when you say like, I'm a music artist, like people's first thought isn't DJ or producer. Mm. Um, it's like a, like a performer with a mic in their hand or, or something like that. Or like maybe or they're like playing a like a live instrument on stage or something. Um, yeah. And so I, I sing or mm. in private. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm, cl I'm a classically trained singer. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I learned, I started learning when I was, um, when I was in third grade. Yeah. When I was in like around third grade. Nice. Um, so I, objectively can sing pretty well. And I've been told many times by peers that I should like start being an artist. Um, I like songwriting. I like, yeah. So, <laughs> um, that's, I don't know. It's interesting to me. Cause it's like, I, I, I view you as an artist. I feel like being an artist could be like, I crumpled up this can that's art. That is art. Yeah. And I, I think like, especially like DJs as well. Like you have like, you know, like wedding DJs that are just like, I'm doing what I got to do through the night. And then you also have like the, the future beat scene or like, just like people that like are curators and they're like, I am giving you the taste rather than I'm giving you your taste back to you. Right. But I think like there is like the art of DJing and then also like DJing as an art form. Yeah, I, I see feel like I, I said see the same thing. But you, yeah, you see. No, what you're I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, and like I definitely consider like the remixes that I do. Like it's like painting over somebody else's canvas, mm. or like you know basquiatting on like somebody else's already created art. It's like a like audio collages for sure. Um, or I don't mean to call myself Basquiat. That was that was a little no, 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 no. I, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. a, it's an analogy. Yeah, or like, um, and like, I like to tell stories like with like DJing and stuff or like I'll like, if I'm like making a track, like it'll, it'll be relevant to like what's going on in my life right now. It's like, I'm like hearing the lyrics and I'm like, yeah, like I'm gonna make this right now. Like, 
kind of thing. So I, I do consider that art, but I, it's yeah. more of like me, like trying to use other people's language to relate to them. If that makes sense. Like artists. Uh, yeah. Know. You decide. I yeah. kind of like that. That's like what an artist would do. I guess because it's like it's like being intentional. Yeah. You know, like, oh, like I said, I crumpled up this can and like, what do you think of that? Yeah. And that, like, that's what it's all about. Right. You like, you know, people there's people that like, you know, they'll take like a like a, a white canvas and then they'll just put like a red dot in the middle of it and be like figured out pointillism or something. Yeah. But like. I think, I think like, that that was accurate. I don't know. Well, I, well, I think good Ryan's art. like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Ryan is way more sophisticated than me. And I'll just say that right now on record. You can, you can see it. You can see it in his wardrobe. He's Ryan fucking college shirt, man. You are so you are. No, but Ryan comes in as the most like inconspicuously, like knowing just about shit that you were like, wait, what the fuck? Why, why is Ryan so smart? He's got to know. What He's got to know on? a little bit about everything. Dude, exactly. Yeah. That's the right way to put it. Yeah. You're a, you're a, you're a Renaissance man. Dude, I will. Ryan is. Day. Ryan is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let me recenter. <laughs> um, I was thinking before we get too deep mm. because we just had that artist conversation, maybe we could show some people your art. Go off. Let's you know what it. I mean? Yeah. What what should we start with? Um out of those those three. Uh let's go with only if it's cool. It's really yeah. got a dancey vibe to it. Thank you. This was, um, I put this out last summer. It was a real hit. Really? Dude, yeah. I love this. Thank you. This bass line. It's a, it's a sample. It's a Eternal Light by uh, the Free Nationals. Mm. Do you know uh, 1981 Tokyo? Yeah. Dude. It kind of reminds me of like something I've heard from him. Yeah, thank you. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. Yeah, he's cool. He's he's a really great guy, yeah. Yeah. He Have actually, you met him? He's in Chicago. Yeah. Um he actually the one of the tracks I sent in, Sweetest Taboo. I actually um, asked to collab with him on that, and he was like, nah, dude, it's ready. Just drop it. Oh, word. Yeah. So, nice. Um, I put it out, and like, yeah. It, I he's, like a, he's a really great guy. Um, yeah. Have you heard that uh, Tyrell remix? He has. I'll send it to you. It's for sure. Fire, dude. I don't know if I like. I've probably. I've probably heard it. I don't. I don't know it off the top of my head. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. just like the one that I. That was like the song that made me find him. Yeah. yeah. You should. Um. You should definitely like. See if you can get him on the podcast. He's a cool. He's a cool dude. I would love to, man. I. I 
when I saw he was from Chicago, I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's yeah. go. Like, I didn't, when I found that song, I was just like, this is a banger. Didn't realize. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll connect the two of y'all. Yeah, for if, sure. Yeah. I would love to talk. That'd be sick. Yeah. There's um, a, no, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. What were you going to say? Um, Another guy, Um, his name is Omoide. Mm. Um, he's also from Chicago. Like, all of us were kind of like in the like selection sphere a little yeah. bit. So, um, like the two of them would be like both great to have on here. Like they're both definitely probably the like one of the reasons that like my my music is popping off right now. So you were saying that you guys were kind of like the selection bunch. Is that any affiliation to selection, or is it just that that's kind of a similar sound? Um, sort of both. It's we're not. I, well, I'll speak for myself. I won't say that I'm like affiliated with Selection. A lot of the people that like find my music are fans of Selection. Also, like mm. you'll probably like hear I a lot of a lot of the a lot of times I hear people say like, "Oh, this sounds like Selection." Um, and I've been I've been played on Selection radio um, a couple of times. Nice. Um, and that is because of my like relationship with Omoide and also 1981 Tokyo. Mm. Um, when I actually, when I first moved to Chicago, um, I reached out to three people, uh, those people being, um, care, um, shout out care, shout out care, um, Omoide and motion. So, um, care is like my best friend in the city. Motion is my girlfriend now. And, Omoide is also a good friend of mine. And um, like he had just like right before I moved here, he had like Joe K had reached out to him and mm. for him to do like a selection takeover um, for episode 497. Um, Damn, so they got a lot of episodes. They do. They're up. <laughs> That's they, crazy. They're, they're at 600 now. I think they're I don't. Rem- yeah, they're at 600. Wow. That's crazy. Um, but like. Um, I had like sent this, tr- like this track to Omoide and was just like, man, like, I, like, should I drop this? Like, what should I do? And he was like, drop that shit immediately. Like go fucking off. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then I dropped it and then he like reposted it. And like, I had, I, at that time, like I was like happy to get like 500 plays after like a month. Yeah. If that, and like, overnight that shit shot to like 2000 mm. and I was like whoa and like I think that that track in particular now is at like like probably like 15k now um nice and like like through through him like through Amoide I met like 81 and like a bunch of other really cool people in the scene in that sphere um yeah so I, I mean in 81 yeah. just had his own takeover as well. So I, oh, I wouldn't say yeah. that, like, I would say that they are, like, selection sure. uh, sure. affiliates, you know? Like, I've just, I've gotten my songs played on there a couple times. But it's um, all, like, a big network of, like, you know, different... Yeah, we, you know, if you look on, like, the, and, yeah. the, the, like, related artists or whatever on SoundCloud, like, you'll, you'll find us, you For know, sure. in the, like, sort of, like, getting played in the same spheres, like, the same DJs kind of, like, fuck with all of us, and, like, um, you know, we, we end up on the same track lists a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, because I was going to ask you about, 
like so like selection it's very chill like for lack of better words vibey um yeah <laughs> but like <laughs> i just noticed on your profile a lot of your um album arts are like mid-century modern like mm-hmm. rooms and just like a nice pool yeah or like a lounging area yeah um i was just curious like what what's the thought behind that just like we're trying to set up a vibe for this is where you'd want to listen to this music or something yeah, sort of i i kind of want my music to sound like luxury you know like it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be expensive yeah just I, like i saw your tweet about that yeah, yeah it's just just comfortable you know like um yeah, just like comfortable. You you've got like a glass of wine. You've got people you love around you, or maybe you're by yourself. Like, but luxury. Mm. Um, like that song that just played. Like it it feels luxurious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think music, there just like anything has like a setting to it. Like you can't just listen to music in a vacuum. Like we listen to music in these headphones, and they're still like air between our ears it's not just like in our brain so i don't know not not to get too existential but like (laughs) it's just there's always a setting when you're listening to music and i think about that a lot i'm always in a scene in my head when i am making my own music i'm like oh yeah this is like some underwater shit or like this is some on the beach stuff this is this is for tiktok (laughs) yeah this is for tiktok (laughs) Yeah, you know it's for TikTok when it's just like some viral, I don't know, some new clip of, I don't know, something. I don't even know, man. Dude, don't make music for TikTok. Make music. I mean, do whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) But like, it's not my bag. Something I wanted to ask you about was um, you, speaking of care, you and him hosted a a beat workshop. Yeah. Am I correct about yeah, that? Yeah. yeah at yeah. the house of vans. We hosted an Ableton workshop. Yeah. And I saw you guys afterwards at primary. Yeah. We were there for uh, the kid. Shout out the kid. Shout out. We can't say his other name anymore. It's only the kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I was just curious how that went. It sounds like a really cool opportunity. Yeah, it was, it was fire. It was great. Um, I, yeah, was great were there were there <laughs> any like people there that were what were the level of people in production like what were you teaching them so it was um a lot of people that were there were like industry professionals that were like uh they're like into mixing and mastering or like they use like a different daw so like logic or like they're used to pro tools or whatever mm-hmm. fl um mm-hmm. one guy was actually using fl in the middle of the workshop it's like mm-hmm. wow guy hey use Ableton. Oh, because it was an Ableton workshop. Yeah. Um, But it is cool. Like, um, and like some people were just like, I have ideas in my head. I don't know how to get them out. So I'd like to learn. I just like to learn about beat making in general. So it was a lot of like different skill levels. Um, And we wanted it to be, we wanted it to be that way. Like we wanted to sort of like cater to all skill levels and allow people to just kind of give them the tools to like learn in their own sandbox Um, so we like, you know, went over the basics of like, this is where stuff is at in Ableton Mm. and also just like allowed people to have whatever questions they had. And we would like help try to guide them through the process. Um, Mm. 
Yeah. So we got questions from like, how do we put a sample in? To oh, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, like basic yeah. how to stuff at first. Yeah. And okay. then we also got questions like, like one guy, shout out to Ali. Um, he had a, he was talking about like, um, like how can I make like this MIDI track that I created, how can I give it more, a more human feel since like we don't have MIDI controllers here. Like, mm. you know, usually like logic has like a, some kind of like velocity limitation situation going on. Um, and like we had to like figure out like, Oh, where is that in Ableton? Like yeah. there's a, there's a MIDI device that like you can kind of do that yeah. with that. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like different different walks of beat life. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, did you like? I feel like one thing that Ableton has, and maybe other ones do, is like the groove pool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other. I mean, I start on Ableton, so I don't know. But yeah. I feel like that's a huge thing. It is. We we didn't we actually didn't touch on the groove pool too much, but yeah. I, I like groove pool. I, it's I like cool. It, yeah. to fuck around with and just get like. Um, just throw it in there a little bit. I get something in my eye. Um, now, if you're on like beats mode or something, you just want to put like a wacky little groove on, turn some parameters some different ways, and then now it's like doing some wacky like yeah like texture stuff. But you can like find places in between the grooves. That's really mm-hmm. cool. And I don't know. I feel like I don't use it all the time. A lot of times I'll just program it exactly how I want it. But yeah. But it is a fun to just throw it on there and be like, okay, wait, yeah, no, this is this is more what I was thinking, and yeah. I didn't even know. I was actually using like Groove Pool today. Yeah, um, like uh, there's like a some MIDI that I was like pr- like programming in, like instead of just pulling out my keyboard, like, um, but I wanted it to sound more human, even though I had it on the grid. Felt lazy, didn't want to like kind of like stretch things out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'm gonna just throw some groove on it, just a little bit of groove, and then like turn the timing thing up to a hundred percent and mm-hmm. now it feels human. Yeah. There's a randomness thing in there. That actually, too. yeah, that's what I, that's what I put it on. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dope, but you gotta like bounce it out. Like, yeah. Cause then it might change. And yeah. Like, oh wait, no, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah. If it's like, if it gives you the one that you want and then it never does it again, it's like, well, you did this to yourself. I'm just curious. Like, I mean, <laughs> You and Care aren't like Ableton certified, whatever, like teachers, because that's like a whole thing you got to go through. Yeah, um, we're not. Um, that's actually something that I want to be like as a dream of mine to kind of like. Dude, that would be that sick. Certification. Go yeah. to Germany. Like, yeah, get taught. That, that's actually like I'm I'm also like a, a software engineer. I was going to. Yeah. OK, that's so, where I was going. Yeah. That's, so that's the reason that I got into like beat, like not beat making, but like um that's the reason I got into engineering in the first place. Cause mm-hmm. I like, I was like, Oh shit. Like Ableton is made and made with C plus plus. Oh, I didn't I wanna, know that. Yeah. It's programmed with C plus plus actually most, um, desktop applications are, <laughs> um, yeah, there's other languages to make shit with, but like most desktop applications are C plus plus, but like I watched like this video and like, it was the engineers of Ableton and I wish I could find it. Like I can't find it anymore, Mm. but like they, uh, they were just talking about their process of creating Ableton and like, you know, planning for their next releases. And like, this is right after like 10 dropped. Mm. So I was like, this is fucking sick. Like I want to do this. I want to make Ableton. 
Um, so I like started the process of like trying to change my major to computer science and like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna intern at Ableton for a year. Like after I graduate, it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I would be like, a, it would be super sick to like go to Berlin and just like work at Ableton. And, like, Dude, that would be so sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like just test stuff. I don't have like the computer science stuff, but I like if they were just like, yo, you gotta go test this out for like four <laughs> yeah. hours. I'd be like, Psh, I'm hot. I got you. Dude, I'll turn some knobs, yeah, baby. No. Yeah, yeah, this knob feels a little crunchy, man. You gotta change that. Yeah. You gotta grease it up a little bit. No, but like, I, I don't know. I was just, I saw that on your profile that, you know, you do um, like the en engineering, not in the sound sense, but like, the coding sense and yeah i don't know i mean that that's just interesting have you made any um like vsts like do you love the max stuff yeah. it's like two questions but yeah um i've i've done a little bit of playing in max mm -hmm. not a, not as much as i like want to it's just because i don't i almost said i don't have the time i do have the time i just use the time for other things um and then I have like played around with creating VSTs. Um, there's this uh, library called Juice Framework for C++ mm. that like it has all the all the stuff you need, like a lot of that filter math shit figured out. Um, there's like courses on like YouTube from like this service called Free Code Camp where mm. they like teach you how to make like a multiband compressor mm. um, and like a parametric EQ is like three bands. Um, yeah, a lot of math, a lot of weird math goes into making filters. Oh yeah, like, I would totally believe that. Yeah, yeah, like a and like it's crazy how like how like decimal points like change like like uh, the way like a, a DJ filter like or like EQ three works is like different than like the auto filter works and like the it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seems like sometimes I'll go down a sound design rabbit hole and then I won't even like produce. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that just seems like a whole other rabbit hole. Like, all right, I'm going to make an instrument or some kind of plugin attribute to, yeah. to use for music production. That's a whole different realm. And you know what I mean? See, that's like where I like that kind of like helps me nerd out with the sound design a little bit mm. because like you know, kind of like how like e different EQs have different no like different sound and stuff. Um, I actually used to like also work on hardware units for a little bit. Like um, before I moved to uh, Chicago, when I was in North Carolina, I worked at like a music repair store mm. um, for like just like music hardware and stuff. So we'd get like anything from like a little Clavinova, like a Yamaha keyboard mm. to like um, like fucking old ass delay banks from the 80s and like just like seeing like how all of like how all of that stuff like physically is like wired in stuff like that and to like understanding like this is how like like sound toys like this is like all this circuitry in here is like how they model like their units and stuff like that like mm. um like this is why like this eq sounds warmer than this other one or like this is this is why fab filter like like adds that strange distortion when you put it on like like this mode or whatever, like, yeah, all that stuff is like really interesting to me. Yeah. It's really interesting, but it just seems hard to conceptualize in a sense that it's, you know, ones and zeros basically. And you're just <laughs> like, all right, it's cleaner code. This one's like, clean, or this one has code that emulates this kind of analog quality. That, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. but all it is at the end of the day is just on and off. Right. That's everything, though. Yeah. Well, with computers. With everything. With the whole universe. You think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess when you get down to, like, atoms and <laughs> shit like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we don't have to. That's, we don't that's have to go down too, too, too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. That could have just wormholed us out of this <laughs> yeah. conversation. I was ready for it, though. If I started talking about gray area, dude, oh, it yeah. would have been over. Let's, not, <laughs> yeah, let's cut Ryan. this off while we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it, it is super interesting. Like, just, I don't know. Some people don't really care about that. They just want to get in, make the music, yeah. do arrangement, do that's think fine. about the music theory, you know? Yeah, that, that's absolutely fine. Uh, go off, do that. Like, yeah. That, I mean... You know, that's the whole reason, like, Ableton exists, right? Like, right. nobody wants They create to, the tools for you yeah, to fuck around with. Exactly. You just you just have the sandbox. Like, no one wants to think about fucking amps and voltage and all that other shit when they just want them. All they want to do is just pull up Imagero. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, is there any plugins that you've thought of that, that don't exist that you're like, oh, that'd be nice to have or like a little utility that does something? I mean, mm. people have done a lot of stuff. There's so many tools. And if you search for it, it's like most of it's out there. But I don't know. I was just curious if you've yeah. thought about that. Like I've had I've had a few thoughts. Like, uh-huh. um, nothing immediately comes to mind right now. But yeah. I've had some thought like mostly more about just like making my own shit because the shit that I want is like too expensive. Mm. <laughs> um, but then that's also like, damn, that's a lot of math that I don't want to do. Yeah. There's this like, I totally understand what you're talking about. It's like, you could just buy the nice thing mm-hmm. or you could like rig up your own setup, yeah. which is going to take a lot of time and you'll probably learn a lot of stuff in the, w- in the process. But like, there's just a balance between like, do I want to do that? Or do I just want to like cheat code to that next step? Yeah. Cause I mean, there's like no turning back once you do that. Like the guy that created serum, I cannot remember his name to say Dave my life. or uh, Steve Duda. Yeah. Steve Duda. He like, he, he did a talk for Ableton. Um, and he was, he was like, he was saying like, yeah, like I made serum cause I just needed some shit. And yeah. like, but now I don't make music anymore because I'm always <laughs> working on serum. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to. <laughs> well, hopefully he's making that. Br- he's definitely making that bread. Of of course, we got like yeah. the people that are just torrenting it and whatnot. But I'm I'm sure that there's. Uh, I mean, he's got made. he's got Skrillex in his back pocket. So and yeah. Dead Mouse. And yeah. Like, yeah. He's making he's everyone making uses serum. Yeah, exactly. Like we're we are we are pumping blood into Steve Duda's bank account. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think about that, that concept I brought up before. It's like, you can, are you a tinker? Do you like to mess around and see where everything goes to? Or are you just like, I just want to play with the thing. I think I want to be a tinkerer. Okay. Like in my, in my like mind, I'm just like, yeah. Like let's that would be fun. If we had infinite time, just be like, yeah, let's just tinker and fuck around. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, like the Molly wears off after a while. (laughs) So the the anxiety kind of just like, nah, we gotta we just gotta we gotta do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah, there's also that thing where it's like, you know, ideally, like what could we do in the day and then what comes up that I have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Like I yeah. It's, it's just like 
you know, if there was infinite time, I would fuck around with stuff. Yeah. All day. Um, I was thinking it would be a good time to play another track. Let's go off. Let's do it. Which one? Should we play the Sade one? Or it's like a Sade flip. Yeah, do that. fade this guy out appreciate you don't let it slip away dude i love shade that uh fuck what's it called the uh it's like she's talking about angels fuck man i made a remix of it one time it's so good kiss of life give me the kiss of life (laughs) but like she comes in and it's like there must have been an angel by my side. Yeah, dude, it's so good. She, her, her, there's like a her depth. voice is really interesting. Yeah, it's like dude. feels round. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a depth to her voice. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I'm not very good with the vocal adjectives, but like timbre. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like some people are really good to, at describing like voice, but mm-hmm. yeah, I she has a really unique voice and people fucking love her, man. Just, Selection did a whole Shade like uh, yeah. Love is King compilation. I remember back in the day that was hot. Mm-hmm. I was always like, how did they get the stems? Because I've been looking. I mean, <laughs> they didn't have l- la la or whatever, you know, that like AI. Maybe maybe they used like RX two. Yeah, something. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aren't they on like RX eight or some shit? Yeah, RX ten just dropped. <laughs> Whoa, I think 
ozone or uh, isotope is following that like that model of um, you know like what they do for school books. They mm-hmm. just release a new book, so you buy a new book. Yeah, like nothing really changed. <laughs> Yeah. Or like maybe even got worse, but they're maybe like we just algorithmically need a new... they're doing some shit. But like yeah. you know, to the to the common end user, it's like it's doing the same shit it's been doing. Yeah, it just works. Yeah, it's it's good. They make they make okay stuff. Anyway, um, something I wanted to ask you about is your hair because mm. you used to have long hair. I did, yeah. And so, <laughs> you posted on here. You're like <laughs> talking about how summer you're gonna dye your your scalp ice blue and uh is that gonna happen who could say Uh, (laughs) honestly my my twitter is more for just like the people who know me you know like not uh, yeah no i get it yeah it's fun it was fun going through twitter i I, like if people (laughs) have a a twitter that they're active on i'm always like well let's see what's going on here hey you know uh, yeah it is one of those things where it's like if you find me on there you find me yeah Um, I'm like, I'm not like, like, I, I, I feel like one day, like my, my Twitter is going to be found, but like by then, like I want to have amassed like, you know, a decent following or something. Cause I say, I say a lot of things there. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really want to, I don't, I don't really want to be known for what I say necessarily. Mm, um, see, but that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's really not like we do both the music production and talking about stuff. But yeah. my viewpoint too, is that you, you get to hear a lot of artists, Yeah. but you don't get to hear them talk. Yeah. It's not, it's not exactly personal. Yeah. 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 And that, that's interesting. Cause it's something that's been interesting for me lately. Um, it's just, especially with receiving more attention online is like dealing with like people's perception of me. It's mm. like, Hmm. Like, you know, I know that like we have had this interaction on, on the internet or like we may have seen each other at like a club or something, but like, mm. you know, the, the way that people think that they know someone like based on what they, what they see, like perceptively it's kind of like with um with like celebrities you know like in oh yeah like on twitter specifically like people like weighing in on like uh usher shouldn't have skated on stage or something like that it's like like i know his wife is angry at him for doesn't he know skating is yeah not like, good for stages or like, like i saw that you were gonna talking, fucking ruin your ankles like that or like i saw that you posted about like the chance thing that he was like dancing with some girl yeah. and it's like he's got a wife and it's yeah. just like why do people even comment on this we like, don't who? we don't know their relationship you know like, yeah yeah like you know on one side of the fence it's like he how dare he and then on the other hand it's it's like let him let him he he can do what he wants, and it's like yeah, I mean yeah, you know. Or what if his wife said it was fine because he was in? What if his wife, you know, whatever, loves that he does that? Like we don't, yeah. we just don't know, you know. And like yeah. like until until Chance speaks about that, or his wife speaks about that, like let them let them say it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the internet does a really good job of putting words into people's mouths, and like of course, like at the end of the day, you know, perception is it is going to be what it's going to be. Um, we can't really change that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a little stupid. Like, I think it's a little pretentious. Like, why don't we, you know, like worry about yourself. 
It's real. I also saw that you said that just like blocking people sometimes is therapeutic. <laughs> I as love fuck. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so I really, I'll, I'll block bots or I'll block people that mm -hmm. are just like trying to get me to like in on this random scheme that I'm not interested in, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm just curious, like, is it just like, have people been problematic or is it just that you don't want to just even really engage with their social, whatever, like they're putting out there? Is it like, it could, it could, I, I just, I'm going to say this, that some people just put shit out there and it's not bad. It's very neutral. I don't even care. I just don't want to see it. Yeah. That's another part. Yeah, that, that that's, I feel that's what it is. Yeah, like it's like, um, you know, it could it may not have anything to do with me. It's just like I don't like the way that you're talking about women right now. I'm just going to block you because, mm. you know, like engagement is currency online. So like, mm. the, you know, when Twitter like open sourced their, you know, how they how they rank tweets now or whatever, like when they open source their algorithms and shit like we saw that like the verified check like times fours you in the in the algorithm or whatever like mm -hmm. the people that you follow like you know like your immediate circle or whatever like that's how it kind of like throws you or whatever um blocking like like negative twos you or something like some like i just don't want to see something i'm like letting the algorithm know like not only do i not agree with this i just i just don't want to see it period um, yeah. like kind of like just disliking a video, but like, I'm going to block you because I think, I think personally what you're doing is stupid. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I try not to engage with things that I disagree with. Like if I think somebody is like just being obtuse, like I will try my best, like sometimes like I want to say something, but I'm like, it's not worth it. I don't need your opinion in my mentions. I'm just going to block you. Mm. or you know yeah yeah no it's just interesting i just saw that and i was like thinking that maybe i should do that a little bit more yeah. but i all my way of doing it is just get on and get out like, yeah. i'm just like i don't love the social media thing but it's part of the game it is that it is i like and that's sort of how i that's how i view instagram like it's this is my business card like mm -hmm. Twitter is more of like my haven for where I like. It's like your journal. Your or like uh, thoughts, maybe just go into like no one, but also people can see it. Yeah, it's like just throwing something into the void. Yeah. After this episode, I'm about to throw my Twitter back on private. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow you though. You can follow me back if you want. But no, it, yeah. it's it's just something I do, and I'm sorry if you feel <laughs> violated anyway. <laughs> it's it's out there, like I, you know, it's I think it's fair game. I just think it's like fun to throw something back at someone that someone said and yeah. get a deeper whatever. No, I 100% stand behind everything that I've said on there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing, the thing I was going to say too, is that, you know, there's only so many words you can say in a post on Twitter. So it's yeah. designed to be almost like a headline. Yeah. And I'm always like, well, what's the rest of the story? Yeah. 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 That's real. One thing I also wanted to ask you about was it's on your SoundCloud. Yes. Recluse population yeah recluse population is a um it's a label that um my friend too soft created 
Oh, okay. And Too Soft is also going to be performing at Epiphany Center with us. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's like a it's a collective. It's a label. It's you know just like a bunch of people, group of friends that like we have access to the SoundCloud page. It's also part of a, a Care's Repost chain as well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Repping recluse population. Hell yeah. Shout out. I, uh, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't know what it was. Are you guys reclusive <laughs> or like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like being a producer, unless you're collaborating, I mean, even if you're collaborating, it's not like you're out in the open. I mean, I guess you get the push three and be like, I'm in a park and like producing <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm not a recluse or whatever, but like, yeah, it's, is that kind of. It's like, um, you know, we just tend to, we're usually in our bedroom, you know, like do this in a reclusive space. Mm. Like, you know, when it comes out, like you are, you are receiving what, like you're, you're, you're kind of getting like a, a behind the scenes look at the recluse's mind. Mm. Yeah. Like this packaged yeah. thing. Yeah. That wouldn't have been that way if you were not just alone or. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you just kind of, I, I think like creation with creation, like it's a very like, like solo art, right? Like you're kind of taking something that's inside of you and like getting it out. Um, and like with, with recluse population or just like with releasing music in general, like we're taking something that's very solitary and very private and like allowing people inside of it. So like, this reclusive piece of me that I find very beautiful and like, I love it. Like I'm, I'm giving it to you and allowing you to perceive it, allowing you to critique it. Mm. And then do you, I don't know. How do you feel about like, obviously not everyone's one sided. Like I can be very reclusive or I can be like, I want to go out and hang out with people. Um, you know, introvert, extrovert. Um, where do you sit on the balance there like between having your your space and maybe maybe DJing or something you I'm, know I don't know like I'm like a, I'm either an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert I mean I mm. am in you're someone I, in the middle I am an INFP you know oh okay um, yeah or an INT no I'm an INFP Ryan you were just going through the uh Myers Briggs is that what it is? Dude, yeah, it's Myers Briggs. Don't get me started, man. <laughs> yeah, no. That shit, that shit can change your life, dude. Having I know that you, level of insight into how you operate. It's incredible. You told me that I need to check mine out again. Dude, I forget it's worth what it, it is. It's game changer. It yeah. is. I need to do the test. It's like like psychological zodiac. <laughs> yeah. 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 So wait, what? You said you're an I and something, something. <laughs> yeah. INFP, uh, introverted, intuitive, feeling, perceiving, I think. Gotcha. Um, damn, I need to do mine. Yeah. It's, uh, so like, but with the, I, the, I, the introvert or extrovert, like I always get like 51% introverted, 49% extroverted. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, you know, like I, I do feel like I'm kind of both like I love when I'm DJing, like feeding off people or like, you know, like being out and about and like, dan like, yeah, dancing with other people. I don't look good dancing, but I, I do it anyway. Um, and, you know, like being amongst the people. But then after 
I need like just my solo time or like, you know, time to just decompress maybe like with someone that like I like know intimately or something. But like, Mm. yeah, I definitely I think I'm like I definitely need the balance of the two. Um, But I lean more toward like introversion. Mm. Yeah, I think we might be similar. I have like a hard cutoff, though, in the sense that like when I'm out and I'm like ready to go home. Yeah, I might not leave immediately, but in my head, I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Just know I'm ready to punch all of you, even if you've done nothing. (laughs) I'm just I'm ready to get out of here. I'm drained. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be great. I don't, if I could just be in supply or like put in someone's body that was a full extrovert just to feel what that's like to be like, oh yeah, like conversation. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Sometimes it invigorates me, but I don't know. Yeah, so everybody's got their, their how they get that balance mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to go over that. So it's like a collective that you guys post on and release music through. Yeah. On SoundCloud. Shout out to the recluse. You know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. You're probably on YouTube right now watching this. Maybe. <laughs> In your like dark room with the LEDs. Stinking. Like, you smell bad. Yeah. Re- yeah, like pink re- and blue lights. Maybe. Yo, you know who you are. <laughs> it's not bad. It's cool. I do it too. We love you. I love you. We love you. Um, okay. Out of my notes, this is one of the last things I want to ask you about, which is, do you play saxophone? Yeah, I do. That's dope. How long have you been doing that? Oh, shit. Um, since I was 10, so it's like 16 years. Damn. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Do you whip it out on songs? Mm, I haven't whipped it out on anything I've released. Uh-huh. Um, I have recorded a few licks here and there. Mm. Um, I think other people have released things that I've done with saxophone, but I personally have not. Is there any reason why? Is it just like... It's just It just hasn't been done yet. I think like, because mostly, I mean, the last couple of years I've been living in apartments. Oh yeah, it's loud. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm not about to book studio time, you know. But like I live in I, I live in Rogers Park, so like I could like just go outside and like play outside and stuff. Boop. But yeah, like out your window. Yeah, Dude. but that would require practice, um, and I have yeah. not. I've been out of practice because I've been living in apartments. Yeah, nothing worse than listening to someone practice who's like kind of not great. Mm-hmm. You're just like, especially with read instruments because like it's just like what in this world you're either cracked or you're cracking (laughs) yeah 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 also not everyone just wants to hear saxophone all the time i think i would love it if i walked past it but if i lived underneath you i'd be like dude yeah i have to go to bed you're either lisa simpson or squidward and i think i'm a squidward right now okay yeah Squidward is not like horrible or in some episodes he's like better. He's not great. He's not great though. He's not great. No. Yeah. But I do love the, um, what does he play? It's the, the clarinet, the clarinet, the sound of the clarinet mm-hmm. is very cool. Yeah. The saxophone and the clarinet are in the same family. The woodwinds mm-hmm. all got reeds, but the clarinet 
Is it a metal body or is it a wood body? It is a plaster body. Plaster. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what they used to make them with, but now mm. it's kind of like some plaster plastic kind of stuff. Mm. Um, well, a saxophone is a metal alloy body. Yeah. Um, uh, clarinets sound very similar to saxophones, like sort of like a, if you've heard of like a soprano sax, mm. um, like they're very similar in sound and they also have relatively the same fingering. Mm. Um, but like straight versus yeah, down. Yeah. I remember I uh, went to try out for the school band. I was never like into music in high school or in uh, grade school. But I was like, yeah, I mean, I can go try it out. And I remember the teacher sat me down and gave me a saxophone. I was just like, yeah, just like blow. Dude, yeah, do your thing. <laughs> Dude, you could have set me up with something. You could have like taught me something first. That was like me. I could have gone on a completely different trajectory. You let me just blow into this thing and make bad noises. And you probably like put that shit all the way in your mouth. Yeah, dude, I fucking deep throated that saxophone. Like, I literally don't know what he was expecting, but anyway. He was trying to get a laugh that day. Like, you don't just give somebody a saxophone. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he got the memo that I wasn't part of band. And then after that, I was like, well, I can't go back in there. Mm -mm. So, yeah. You embarrassed yourself. Yeah, dude, I could have been... A maestro. You sound like a mighty duck right now. <laughs> Why is that? Because you know, just put the saxophone mouthpiece all the way in your mouth. It just sounds like a loud duck. <laughs> it also kind of looks like a duck if you look at it from the side. Yeah, I could, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Tri that was like a Carolandia reference, the mighty duck thing. Okay, yeah. Trivia question for you. Yeah. Where does the sound come out of the saxophone? I would assume out of the horn, but maybe it comes up when you push the little thing out and like shoots out of the the button. The button? It comes out of the body itself. It's a it's the vibration oh. of the body that makes the sound. The whole thing. Yeah. So you've got the, hmm. the reed in conjunction with the buttons changing the air pressure inside. Hmm. And that's what creates the vibration, which creates the sound. But like the some of it comes out of the front or like like the air travels through it out the front but the whole thing because it's vibrating makes noise yeah yeah so okay. like the air pushes past the reed and then it's like some kind of like weird feedback loop based on like the buttons that you press like the air is com is like going through there it's also when it hits the bottom it's like shooting back up Mm. Um, and then the vibration of the reed as you like push air through is like, that's, that's the sound. Well, cause like, I know when they put on those little clip mics, like it's like in front on the, the front of the horn. But I mean, just like any, I don't know if you're like micing up a guitarist, you want to like point a mic at the, the hole you want to put point one at like where his fingers are yeah. and just different parts of the instrument that are going to give you different sounds. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the, the horn, the, the horned piece is important to the sound, mm -hmm. um, but like the whole thing is important to the sound. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Like just like the, like the, nah, I'm not about to do that. The body shit right now. No, tell me. Okay. So <laughs> like break the, it down. there's a register key, like at the top of the, the neck piece of the saxophone. 
Uh-huh. So like you press a button like where your th- like your left thumb is, mm. um, and it like opens this valve that's like on the neck, and it's like just this little blowhole kind of thing, and like that makes your sound go an octave up, because mm. um, like the air is like it's like pushing, you know. Whoa. I have no idea how they deci- like how Joseph Sax or whatever his name is. Wait, like, is that the guy? Yeah, the saxophone is named after Sax. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's crazy. I should have known. <laughs> Fuck him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. Dude, if you made imagine making an instrument. Nah. Like one of the classics. Like, yeah, I made the violin. The Velocisophone? What is that? Yeah, dude. The Velocisophone? What is that? It's my last name and then phone. Ah. What would it be? Be a bunch of like PVC pipes that I'm like <laughs> taking sandals and just like <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen that guy with the, there's a, like, there's a guy out there that uh, takes his flip flops and like has like a PVC pipe instrument. I believe it. It's pretty cool. It sounds, sounds like stomp or like blue man group. Yeah, dude. Stomp. Shout out to stomp. Can you go see stomp still? I think that ended in the nineties. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just remember in theaters, the stomp ad would come on and be like, dude, this shit's way too loud. Like, yeah. I think that that was the test. Like, you know, like the THX sound. It's like, that's the test to be like, this is where you want to calibrate your sound to. Like, if that's too loud, then turn it down, whatever. The emergency broadcast system of movie theaters was stomp. Yeah. And it'd be like, dun, dun, dun. and then they like stomp on the screen. And then that's why I'd be like, thank God it's, that's over. Yeah. Nobody likes stomp. Jerry, so, you say you have a bad memory, but you just remembered the stomp trailer shot for shot. <laughs> That's why I'm traumatized. <laughs> He's a director, man. Dude, all those guys are deaf now. <laughs> what? I really need to do a deep dive. That would be kind of a funny podcast episode. Dude, from? oh man, we might have to do that. I remember, like, the specific memory I have is, like, the the little bit where they were, like, in the kitchen of a restaurant. Mm. And, like, they're, like, banging on pots and pans, like, like, just this lady's, like, ordering. Like, Uh like, very rhythmically. Oh, and her voice. Yeah. And come back and, okay. Yeah, it had, like, a really wicked, like, New York accent Mm. for some reason. Like, ordering or whatever. Mm. Like, why? Mm. Stop. But I liked it, though. I liked it at the time. But now if I saw it again, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to skip to the next video. All right. Well, now all I can think about is Stomp. So I feel like we got to wrap this up. (laughs) Um, But I was going to say, let's listen to the last song. Yeah, let's do it. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. What is the last song? Uh, It's Nobody Knows. It's a remix of Destin Conrad's Nobody Knows. Okay, cool. Anything to say about this before we run it? It's just a great track. Um, okay. <laughs> Dustin Conrad likes it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like he gave you a like? He um, he did give me a like. He I like tagged him on the Instagram post when I made it. And mm. He was like, this is cool. And then he reposted it on SoundCloud. And it's the only repost he has on SoundCloud. Let's go. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shout out. Same look when we get nasty 
Don't think you wanna put nothing past me It's you since you came over last week You fucking with my mental lastly You immature, no, you ain't know that I was pulling up It's cause you get around them niggas and act like you on my way have those tracks where it's like oh man this is so good it sounds great and then you just like you test it somewhere and it's just like nope yeah I, I have a song that I released that I think is still like I think the mix is like the, the bass is too loud mm. you know yeah and it's like eh, alright I guess that's just how it's gonna be it's always the hardest part the bass yeah I feel like just cause like everybody wants like really deep bass now yeah but like if you listen to like older recordings the bass is like sitting at like 200 hertz like that's where it's like most important at and yeah like I don't know it's different now it's also like the song that I made it sounds great on my speakers yeah you know what I mean it probably sounds good on other speakers of the same level but if you play that in the club I feel mm -hmm. like the bass is just gonna be way too heavy yeah like like playing this out I feel like on like a mono system would just be nope I guess you could just like you know turn it down or you could have different mixes you could have like this is for a DJ mix that's true this is I mean that seems a little ridiculous but I mean, people do it. Yeah, for sure. But it is nice to just have like a all just encompass. This sounds pretty good on everything. Yeah. That's probably like your best bet. Yeah. We don't want to turn music into. Not you got to EQ it before you listen to it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to download this app on your phone. <laughs> and uh, you see that knob that says 7K? You got to turn that down 3 dB. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> like. DBFS, of course. <laughs> like, you can be a mastering engineer in your own home or in your own bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that much control. Me neither. That's okay. Yeah. I like, think that, like, when I'm just listening to music, like, I don't want to, I don't want to worry about that. No. They mixed it the way they wanted it. I don't want it to yeah. be, I don't know, like, the interactive thing. I don't want to, like, okay, I think it's because... I we make music, you know what I mean? Like, how did you feel about the whole Kanye uh, stem? What was it called? The stem, stem player? Stem player, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do you like that idea? Or is, like, to me, okay, first of all, 
I haven't actually used it, but I feel like I've seen things on Google and it's like, oh, like you can just change these tracks and then you have, you're making a song. And it's like, to me, I don't really know if I want to do that. Mm. Well, I mean, it's just a tool that's available. Yeah. 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 Like I, that, that's how I feel about it. Like I, I've seen somebody like use it like with their own music to like perform. Mm. Like they just made their own performance track like right on the spot with it. I okay. thought it was really cool. Okay, um, that's cool. Anoba, actually. Or, mm. uh, his name is Milo. He's also a DJ as well. Cool. Shout out to Milo. Um, yeah. I saw him perform at, I think, like Cole's Bar. And he was just using a stem player and a mic. He was just going off. See, then, then you say that also, and I'm like, anyone doing something different like that, I'm kind of like, all right, I want to tune into this more. Yeah. So... I guess in terms of, <laughs> I don't want to be in the car being like, oh shit, I got to lick it. You got to DJ my track real quick. Shit, let me turn these drums down real quick. I mean, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, what? It, what is the stem player doing that like RX isn't doing? You know, like you're separating pieces out of some, some shit. Like mm-hmm. Kanye ain't innovate. Uh, I'm not going to say he didn't innovate with that, but like, you know, that's exactly what it's doing. It's just Serato. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool idea. And yeah. honestly, like, it does draw attention. He did the, you know, he did the thing that he always does by drawing attention and getting people excited about stuff. But I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I probably can't knock until I try it. <laughs> okay. So I was, you know, we've been talking for a little bit. Yeah. So I feel like we should wrap up. Okay. Um, but I always end with the same question, which is we talked about your first concert, but what was the like best concert you've been to like the most mm-hmm. game changing mm-hmm. mind design at golden dagger oh that was quick mind design at golden dagger i saw oh, yeah. him at golden dagger 2021 i think yeah hell yeah normally i'm like talking like i'm like just saying more things about the potential like yeah like it's the impactful blah blah but you yeah. had it you were just like nah that was that, that's the one that was life-changing man um yeah, that was a that was a great show. All of his his entire band, incredible, incredible mm. band. Um, playing like hearing like Camel Blues, like a live instrumentation of that, incredible. He had just put out Rare Pleasures. Hearing that shit live, it sounds just like the record live. Mm. Like it was remarkable, man. Um, mm. Yeah, it was remarkable. All his band members. Shout out Lion Milk. Shout out Swarvy like and the other guy (laughs) and that other guy (laughs) that's his name actually the other guy so look him up um it sounds like you're a big fan of him yeah i I would say that yeah 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 okay body wash is my favorite album of his Mm. body wash i haven't see like i feel like he's one of those guys that just got deep into the spotify algorithm and I don't remember which album it is, but it always comes up and I'm like, this is a good one though. Yeah. But yeah. Cool, man. Well, I feel like we had, we went a lot of different ways here and yeah. we had, we had highs, we had lows. Oh, <laughs> um, we had ebbs, we had flows. Yes. Yeah. I don't rap at all. I just, I can't do it. Ryan's good at rapping. Say less. He's good. I swear. <laughs> we'll play some stuff right now. I'm just kidding. We're not going to. I need uh, that 10 piece chicken with extra biscuits. 
My niggas love to eat. Every dinner's an expedition. Nah, I'm gonna. I'm, I was gonna say, is there anyone you want to shout out before we wrap this guy up? Yeah, shout out Care Package. Shout out Care. Shout out Motion. Shout out Omoide. Shout out Too Soft. Damn, I could go on. I got you can keep going. Got millions of shout outs. Shout out Parallel Twenty One. Um, shout out Nineteen Eighty One Tokyo. Shout out Ken Mac. Uh, shout out Corgan. Shout out uh, everyone. Shout out my mom. Shout out my dad. Shout out my stepdad. Shout out my grandma. Shout out my grandpa. Shout out Jerry. Hey, thanks. Shout out Ryan. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Shout out everybody. Where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at T-A-N-G-O dot W-A-V or on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash T-D-W-A-V.